Gotta pay for that. <laughs> Testing. Mic check. Hello. Yo, we in this bitch. Mm-hmm. What's this? Welcome back. 24? 24. Nice. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm still having fun, too. Mm-hmm. Still looking forward to it. Um, I see last episode was a little bit more popular than the one before. I could see why, though. You know, everybody likes a good bicker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still stand by my statements, though, from last week. About well, okay, let's get oh, right into about it. The... About Kobe. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm pretty sure. don't want to spend too much time. No, 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 we won't. I just want to address it real quick because there's a, there's some news, some updated news mm-hmm. in the situation. So we'll start the show with that. Um, start off, where was I going with this? Episode mm-hmm. 24? Four, yeah. Uh, this Frank. This Devin. And... Uh, just, I just want to kind of put a cap on it real quick. Um, obviously, it was announced that Kobe and Gianna were laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I'm, you know, putting the cap on. They they were laid to rest um, in a very private ceremony, from what I was reading. Um, and then I did see that a memorial was held for the family that had the dad, the mom, and the daughter who all perished. Um, that was held at Angel Stadium in anaheim california um so they did have a memorial um however when i saw the footage i can't i couldn't kind of help maybe the pessimist in me probably the pessimist pessimist in me um couldn't just kind of help but notice that the stadium was set up for a monster truck show uh so Mm -hmm. like it's a baseball stadium which made a lot of sense because the guy was a scout, you know, he was an MLB scout. So I'm sure that that had a lot of special meaning to him. However, I just felt like there was a little bit of it kind of tarnished by the thought of literally it was just like dirt and dirt ramps and like there weren't junk cars out there, but it did just kind of like, eh, it kind of just sucked that uh, the timing of it, which it's a tragedy. So the timing's never right when you have to hold that type of stuff, as we know, mm-hmm. um, it just kind of sucked that it wasn't able to be like this, beautiful baseball field with you know green grass and you know kind of that ideal setting which i thought would have been really a really nice send-off um but the fact that the angels opened up the stadium and allowed them to have it there obviously that you know that family is very appreciative and from what i heard they pretty much packed the place um with a lot of people showing up people who didn't even know just wanted to pay their respects so that was kind of cool that was nice um and then the other announcement on that situation before we move on is that there will be a memorial service held for Kobe and Gianna, which will be held at the Staples Center um, on February 24th. Um, there is some significant meaning to the day, the month, and the year. Uh, two obviously being the month, Gianna's number, the 24th being the day, Kobe's number, and the year 2020, 20 years Kobe Bryant played for the Lakers, and 20 years that Kobe and his wife Vanessa Bryant were together. So a lot of symbolic uh, meaning to the, the the choosing of that date, um, which is kind of cool and nice. And um, she has come out and kind of made a couple of statements. Uh, I don't know how that lady wakes up and gets out of bed every morning, personally. Um yeah, you know, not tough. only to lose your child, but to lose your spouse as well. It's got to be very, very damaging. So as always, thoughts and prayers with, with those families. Um, and I, I think maybe my opinion last week might have gotten lost in the fact that obviously I do feel very sympathetic for the situation. I just feel like outsiders can just kind of tarnish things at times by being over the top. So that's, uh, that's all we'll speak about on that. Um, and we'll, we're going to move on to... 
another basketball-related thing that we want to talk about, and that's probably what we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about today, is uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, is this starts this Friday? Yeah, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. So, um, in Chicago. Yeah, it is in Chicago. Which has it ever been held in Chicago? I believe so. Okay, I, I think it has been, but Chicago. only maybe a couple maybe times once or twice. Yeah, probably not a lot. Um, so that should be kind of cool. Um, there's a lot of cool shoes that uh, Nike is dropping for the uh, event, which I think are are really cool looking. However, a bit um, overpriced. I mean, those Air Jordan ones that are dropping are two hundred dollars. No excuse for an Air Jordan one to be dropping for two hundred dollars. However, the the, the dopest shoes that are dropping are those uh, Adapt BBs, the two point os. Those are fire. I don't know if you've seen them. I don't think I've seen them, bro. They're fire. I'll I'll pull them up so you can look at them as we talk. But the saddest part about them is they're four hundred dollars. But they they're the they're the smart shoe that has mm-hmm. the app and they you know they they adapt to your phone uh, or to your to your uh, foot and you can control uh, everything with your phone. There's an app on your phone that you can control basically pull what? up the lacing and unlacing, um, the stiffness I guess of them and the feel of them. Like there's all kinds of crazy shit about them. This has gone out of hand. Well, this is the second version <laughs> of the shoe. I didn't I didn't know you didn't even know about the first version of the shoe. I didn't That's know. them, bro. Come on, give me your opinion. Tell me them bitches ain't fire. All black with the the icy blue sole and then a touch of the infrared. I mean, they look good. And they, they're battery powered, so they have a battery lacing and unlacing system within them. Like, I'm not saying no, that they're worth. No, no, no. For me personally, I don't. Like if it was just a plain shoe that looked like that. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, that'd be Yeah, cool. I would be interested. I can't spend $400 on a pair of shoes. You know that. I can't even really spend $220. Like but as a professional, I mean, yeah, it would be cool, but. Professional what? Basketball player. Oh, nah, I don't know about that. If you was a Nike athlete and they was like, "Yo, we giving you these for free days on your feet," you know, for, you're a Nike. Probably wouldn't wear them in a game though. Jason Tatum does well before he became a Jordan athlete, actually, because oh. oh. he wore them and then shortly, uh, shortly later became a, a member of the Jordan family. Got you. But anyways, we got some um, some things to talk about with All Star Weekend. Um, first of all, Friday is Valentine's Day. So, uh, are you going to watch any of the Friday festivities, being that you have to celebrate Valentine's Day with your girl? Probably not, because I don't even get out of work till 6. Are you celebrating Valentine's Day out. with your girl? Probably go out to dinner or something. Word? Where are you going? I don't know. I kind of want to go to this place called uh, Tucked Away Cafe. Where's that? Or Tucked Away Kitchen. What it's kind of food the, is it? It's got, like, different types of food. Like, they have a mac and cheese with, like, a special mac and cheese they make like they have it's like a gourmet type place but not super expensive you know what i mean like okay like but they have a bunch of random dishes that they do um, word but signature dishes and stuff it's right there on the val vista and southern area you know where that smoke shop is at well i know val vista southern is where i get my hair cut northwest corner is that where that Safeway is at? No, the Safeway is the northeast corner. Yeah, so in the same plaza as that Safeway. Oh, okay, so across the street. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's so, cool. Speaking of mac and cheese real quick, sorry, listeners, this is what we do. <laughs> Have you ever been to a place called Noodles & Company? No. 
that's the spot you need to try out. Okay. Uh, I put it in the list. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, they have one at the Santan Market or Santan Village area, but not in where the mall is. You got to go down Market Street. Okay. So you got to go basically. It's in the same area as the the Costco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, you know where like Habit Burger is mm-hmm. right over there. It's right next to Habit Burger. I got you. It's called Noodles and Company. Noodles they and do company. all kinds of different noodles. It's like a full on sit down or just a like it's a like quick a, to go type of place. It's like kind of like a Habit Burger or like a Smash Burger yeah, where like yeah, you order like it at the counter sit, and then you go sit down yeah. and then they bring you your food kind but of thing. But it's not yeah. But it's not a full on waitress. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um but they have this mac and cheese that I tried that is a, a pulled pork mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. So it's like their signature mac and cheese. And then they put shredded pulled pork on it and then drizzle it with barbecue sauce. Bow. Fire. Fire. Bow. And you can get I it in a, a small size and a large size. I got the, the regular. It's like a small and a regular. The regular is good. Um, and then they also do like like zucchini noodles if you're more on the health kick they right. do like a straight up spaghetti and meatballs um veggie they, noodles are good too. yeah they, they do those. ones that have like they do like a taipei or i think mm. it's what it's called where it's like an asian noodle um they do an orange chicken noodle where it's like it's like uh, grilled chicken but they drizzle everything with like an orange chicken glaze and then it has like vegetables and shit in it mm. and then they even have one that has like um I want to say it's got, got like almonds or something in it, something right. like that. But yeah, it was a really good place. Like everything out. I got, I liked. Um, do you like pot stickers? Like when you go to Asian places, do you get pot stickers? Those is, uh, they're like the little like noodle pocket looking yeah. things, and and sometimes like they'll like pan the fry times. them a little bit, yeah. and they they're put like bad. the crunch on them. But they're stuffed with like meat and veggies and shit. Um, they have theirs are good, very good, not huge. So that you know, two bites in, it's gone type deal. They're not like anything super filling, and you can order like three of them or six of them. So noodles and company, shout out to them. That that's a good place. I just had it this past weekend, and it was it was bomb. Well worth it. Um, so, anyways, back to what we was talking about Valentine's Day. Um, I don't. Do you like? Is Valentine's Day something you normally celebrate? Just go out to eat and stuff. Maybe I don't even buy know. some flowers and stuff like that. What yeah, mean I mean, celebrate? I think. I mean, like. If that's that, I mean, that would be considered celebrating, then yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, my yeah. anniversary is so close do? to Valentine's Day that I, I never really have done a whole lot for it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that your excuse or? Wow. Not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe in the past. That's like saying if your kid's birthday is around Christmas, you don't do much for your kid's mm-hmm. birthday. Nigga, you know, it's black families are all <laughs> over the world right now. It's like we don't. I mean, that's your birthday and Christmas present. Yeah. But, uh, yes no, and no. no. I, you, I mean, yeah, I don't go like. I mean, I don't. I've never gone out. all out. Like, I don't think I, I can't say that I've ever bought her jewelry like, on Valentine's Day. On a, staycation anywhere or vacation for valentine's day no i mean i might do i might do flowers this year but i got to eat usually yeah i think i'd rather take her out to eat than do flowers but we gotta take a six-year-old with us so it's kind of hard sometimes yeah babysitter babysitter it's more like trying to keep his ass calm in Mm -hmm. one place for just to enjoy a dinner I mean, we went to the Suns Rockets game, and he was asleep halfway through the third quarter. That's what I'm saying. Like That's laying across mom, passed the fuck out <laughs> in the third quarter. In the second quarter, he talking about when are we going home? <laughs> he talking about when are we going home? Like it's a basketball game, bro. Like short attention span. I'm telling you, man, it's even Three worse with kids these days. Kids. 
because they got they got all this digital media at their fingertips oh, yeah. that they can play with, so their attention span's even worse. But yeah, I probably take her out to dinner. I gotta figure out where though. I want to try a new place. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's good. Those are the good. Honestly, I use those though, times to try out new places. It might have to be time for us to just hit another Indian joint though, because Indian food is. I don't know. I've only discovered Indian food within like the last two years. And I feel like I have missed out on some really good food for my entire life. Have you ever had Indian food? I mean, I've had it. That one that she sent home with me that one time. That was a, Oh, that, that chicken tikka. Yeah, that shit was. Which one? Oh, we gave you the. Like greenish. No, that was the homemade stuff she made. Yeah, that was like a saying. chicken curry. Yeah, no, you need to go get yourself some chicken tikka like, marsala. Yeah, been to no restaurant. That shit is bomb. I'll tell you when we get off the show a couple of spots. Because I found a spot. We went to a spot in Tempe. Um, that does a lunch buffet mm-hmm. Monday through Sunday, as where most places only do lunch buffets during the week. This one does it Monday through Sunday and another spot that's in Gilbert. Well, I know um, you told me about that place. Yeah, but the one in Tempe is fire too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their naan is better than the one in Gilbert because naan, their naan has a little bit more crunch to it um, than the spot in Gilbert where it's a little bit more chewy. So either one is good, but it just kind of depends on what you like. Yeah, but different very, thing. very good. Um, so what goes on on Friday night then with the All Star Game? That's gonna be the, what is that, the all the celebrity? skills challenges. Oh, hang on, I can pull up the events right here. Don't they have the celebrity thing? Yeah, like anybody celebrity really game gives a and fuck the Rising Stars that. game, right? Oh games? yeah, yeah, that's right. Saturday nights, all the other shit. Okay, yeah. So we got the Rising Stars practice. The first, the oh, they're gonna announce the Hall of Fame class of 2020, which you know who's gonna be on that. That's Kobe's first year of eligibility, is it not? Right, yeah, this year. Um, so I'm sure that'll be something special. And then you got the Celebrity Game on ESPN, and then the Rising Stars is on TNT, mm-hmm. which I'm going to just click that, and I want to see who's playing in that game because I'm kind of interested. Okay. I got it. Trey Young's in it. Zion's in it. Mm-hmm. Jaws in it. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson, Miles Bridges. Okay, that's not bad. That's the U.S. team. Yeah, bro. Team got like R.J. Barrett, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic has no business in the Rising Stars Challenge, bro. What are you talking about? This is a Rising Stars game. I get that, but he's nigga, a Rising Star. Bro, he's an All Star. He's a rising. I think star that if you're an all, time. yeah, but if you're an all he's star a, in your second year, you should autom- I mean, like, I get that it's probably the fact that he's a world player, so it's probably harder for them to find. DeAndre Ayton is on the real team. DeAndre Ayton should be. He wasn't an all star this year, and he's technically from the Bahamas. No, but yeah, but look at all the players from team, Canada on that roster, always, though, bro. Like Canada stand and up. Sophomores. Yeah, you're only eligible in your first two years. That's what I'm saying. So, but of course, Luka Doncic is going to be on there. Why I, would he? That would be disrespecting it, not to put him on there. I think it's. I think it's. They they're only going to play him like a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's that's my point, though. Like nah, if, they if, they may play him more. If him, anybody on that team probably has no business, he'll being probably on want that to team. MVP that and MVP. <sighs> The all-star. He might be Ooh. the first person ever to do that if that were to be the case. That'd be dope. Um, why do you think the U- the U.S. team has more players, though? They got one more player on their roster. You think Zion was a late addition because he got healthy? Absolutely. Or do you think that the world players, they just don't have Absolutely, that many? Absolutely, because why – I mean, honestly, does Zion really – does his stats make him 
a rising star in the NBA right now? Zion's senior year of high school made him a rising star. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? Like, nah, come I on now. You. He I just got you. on their team just because his name. And just, well, he hasn't really done anything. There's people that are already talking about how he might give John Moran a run for his money in rookie of the year. And I think John Moran has that shit locked up already. Who else would you would you consider rookie of the year right now? He hasn't even played most of the year. No, he hasn't. That's my problem. Like no, he, he hasn't, hasn't even played that much. He hasn't. So, no, um, I feel you on that. But, I like that uh, Tyler Harrow. Uh, yeah, he's on the he's roster, not right? Play though. Yeah, so maybe that's why that man's a dead eye from. So the three. maybe that's why they have an extra player. Maybe that's why Zion got on there. Maybe why? Because Harrow's hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It says injured, not play. Will not play. Oh, okay. I, okay, I didn't see that on on where I'm at. Okay, well that that might be it. Then maybe he's like an alternate. Yeah. But so you knew that you knew the NBA was not going to have a rising star yeah, game and not, and have, not have Zion not Williamson. Have healthy if Zion play. He's just as much a cash cow for the league exactly. as he is exactly. a quality player in the league. Mm-hmm. He's proven that he's a cash cow. Yeah. He hasn't quite proven that he's a dependable basketball player at this moment in time. Not so yet. you know the NBA is is going to you know milk that cow until they can't anymore. Um, Do you ever watch any of those though? Like what? those two games? No Fridays. No. I usually peek in on the celebrity games. There's times where I have literally gone through an entire all-star weekend and not watched any of the events, even even the all-star game. Um, Mostly because it's just there's no defense played. Doesn't matter. That matters. It matters. Doesn't matter. But then again, I mean, I mean, had it not been for so many Ravens on the on the in the Pro Bowl this year, I probably wouldn't have watched as much of the Pro Bowl as I, I did either. Pro Bowl in years. I can um, tell you last time I watched Pro Bowl. And it was okay. It was okay. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> All I'm going to say is my my boy took home offensive MVP, so that's good enough. And the defensive MVP, which was Calais Campbell, is rumored to potentially be a cap casualty, and therefore Baltimore may be interested in him. So that's that too. Uh, what do we got Saturday? Skills challenge, three-point. Dunk contest and is that it? Sorry. Yeah, skills three point and the slam dunk contest. Who's in the skills challenge? Let's look at that one real quick. I want to see about that. Got uh, Domitas Sabonis, Spencer Dinwiddie, Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo, Jason Tatum, Patrick Beverly, Chris Middleton, and Shy Gilgis Alexander. Wait, what? That's what I'm showing. Shy Gilgis Alexander from the Thunder. Oh, okay. Chris Middleton, Patrick Beverly of the Clippers, Jason Tatum of the Celtics, Bam Adebayo from the Heat, Pascal Siakam from the Raptors, Spencer Dinwiddie from the Nets, and Domitas Sabonis from the Pacers. So D Rose was supposed to be in it, but he's hurt. Oh, okay, that's why Shy Gilgis Alexander and D Rose b- backed out of just that event, right? Yeah, Alexander. He should. Him. Okay, but he's hurt, hurt, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Okay. That's not a horrible lineup. However, I don't know if that would be that entertaining. There's only two two point guards on that entire, right? Did they try to divide it up a little bit better? Because I see two big men in Domitas, Sabonis, and Pascal Snow. Three big men. Bam Adebayo is a power forward, ain't he? Mm. Or do they consider him a three? Because Chris Middleton's a three. Jason right. Tatum's a three. Right. Spencer Dinwiddie's a two or a three, or a one through three, technically. Right. I would probably keep him at a two or a three. So there's three of those. Patrick Beverly's a point. 
Shiza point, so that gives you two of those. And then Sabonis, Siakam, and Adebayo, I would give Adebayo, big Adebayo, though, is a – that's a small guy, though. Is Adebayo a small yeah, forward? Pretty, no, I think he's a like a two. Maybe he's a two or a three. I no, Bam Adebayo? I don't no. think he's a big man. I don't think – is he a big man? I think he's a four, bro. Is he? I'm pretty sure. Pull it up while I talk, but I'm pretty sure because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a four because I'm trying to remember what college he came out of. Uh, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he was he was a four where he came from, which doesn't always translate to the NBA. I understand that, but I don't know. For some reason, I feel a little disappointed in this one. I mean, Jason Tatum's a defending champ. Uh, Patrick Beverly has won it before. Spencer Dinwiddie has won it before. Um, and only so five All Star selections are in that eight-player field. So three of those guys did not make all-star rosters. Um, Tatum and Dinwiddie won the past two years respectively, and then Beverly won in 2015. And the skills challenge is basically what? That's where you got to dribble, dribble, dribble yeah, around the, the passing, cones, do the pass. Layup, shooting. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's 6'9", so he's definitely a big man. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting that they have that that basically big men are represented more than just about any other position. That is interesting. Um, that might be worth a watch just to see yeah, how the I big usually, men fare against the I smaller guys. In on the on the Saturday festivities. Yeah, that one's nine p.m. Eastern on TNT, so that might be interesting. Uh, I think that could be that could be a good watch. And then what do we got? We got the three point contest. So let's take a look at that one. Um, I think Devin Booker should have been in it again this year. Um, he won it as a rookie, if I remember correctly. What year did he win it? No, he won it two years ago. So he won it in yeah, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, but he did, I think 2015 was his rookie year. Yeah, he and was he, in he it. made it to the final, I think is what it was, and lost to Clay Thompson. Or lost to Steph, Steph Curry. Curry, I think it That's was. That's what it was, yep. Um, so that that could be good. Um, that's, I've always enjoyed the three point contest. I thought it's, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, we got Buddy Heald of the Kings, Duncan Robinson, who of the Heat, Joe Harris from Brooklyn. Never heard of him either. You never heard of Joe Harris? No. Oh, Joe Harris is a baller. I've heard, I've heard because yeah, uh, I was listening on Suns radio today and they were talking about how they might be interested in that dude. Yeah, he's a baller. Um, Davis Bertans. Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Deont- Devontae Graham, who's also in this Rising Stars Charlotte, game. Right. Yeah, yeah, from Charlotte. And then Trey Young, who's also in the Rising Stars game. Interesting. Who's your pick? Lillard. You, that's because you don't know half the field. I wouldn't say that. I would, <laughs> no, I would say I would say, either, I, would say I, I could easily believe it coming down to Trey Young and Damian Lillard. And How- Buddy Heal? Uh, you know that boy can shoot. I'm gonna go Zach Levine just because he plays for Chicago. Of course you were. Um, I don't think Zach Levine's the greatest three point shooter. He's absolutely, absolutely not out of that group. No, but no, I mean I think he he's could still decent. Win, no, although, still although win. the the difference though is I think where you got to give the advantage to Trey Young and Damian Lillard is that new extra yeah, shot. That, yeah, yeah. And I think um, so for our viewers who who aren't familiar with it, basically. Normally, the three-point contest, 
you got a rack of balls in each corner. You have a uh, rack of balls, and uh, I'm sorry, each baseline, I should say, then the corner, then the top of the key, right? For a total of five racks that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. So in this case, they've added another wing rack is what they're calling it, um, which is another six feet behind the three-point line and will hold one special green ball, which is worth three points. And um, that's a new thing that they've added to kind of make it interesting. I say that that gives Damian Lillard and Trey Young a little bit of an advantage because they're probably going to be the most accurate um, from that spot. However, these guys are NBA players, so I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen shots, at this moment you know, in time. So. And someone like Damian Lillard, I mean, do they take it as seriously as someone who might be hungry, like a Buddy Heald, who's really looking to make a name for themselves? Right, yeah, try to win some accolades. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Devin Booker in 2018 when he won it, he was at that was kind of his yeah, coming yeah. out party. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2015 when he went to the final against Steph Curry, everybody's like, who the hell is this kid from Phoenix, you know? Um, so it could be done. Um, like that and it looks like joe harris from brooklyn is actually the defending champion so apologies to joe harris for not knowing who he is but i did not watch uh the nba all-star game or any of the saturday activities last year i, I had something else going on i don't remember what it was but i don't it was, know what i did last year either. yeah i didn't watch it um so yeah i think it could be fun what else we got we got the dunk contest which i never uh, watch I anymore know. yeah i'm not yeah I um watched i think contest, the nba but... should consider getting rid of it again um because i don't think that the best dunkers in the league participate in the in the dunk contest anymore and i think at some point in time it's very much a contest where you can easily just run out of original ideas and so therefore to me the element of the dunk being recycled automatically carries less weight than it being the first time something's ever been attempted or or created in a sense uh i would agree with you to a point but after i did watch uh that dunk show we were talking about earlier okay um, yeah and what those dudes do like professional dunkers is what they're called and stuff they have some crazy original ideas. No, they so absolutely I think if do. NBA players just can, you know, do a little research on that and take, yeah. you know, if they take it serious enough to try something like that, you know what I mean? Then I think it would be cool. But it goes right back to your point where, you know, people kind of got to be hungry to win this stuff. Absolutely. This is one of those things where you definitely, at least a three-point contest, you usually have the top three-point shooters of the season in that contest yeah most of the which time, i think is what qualifies you isn't right it? sort of you got to okay. kind of qualify uh the dunk contest you can't really always say that so you know some of the best dunkers you know are never participate you know they well what's funny is some of the best dunkers or some of the people who are in the dunk contest aren't even like remotely close to like household names like who the hell is Pat Cunnington from Milwaukee? Yeah, I kind of know who that dude is, only because Milwaukee gets a lot of TV time. Now they do. Yeah. So, yeah. My biggest um, thing is like Derek Jones I mean, Jr. You got Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon coming back. So that's Aaron Gordon's game. always a good watch. I don't see Dwight, I mean, Dwight Howard. Howard did win it eleven years ago. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like eleven years which, ago. And Derek Jones Jr. That's a guy that can jump jump out the gym. He's and entertaining dunkers. He is, and that's he's why I think he, he should probably be considered the front runner. Think over Aaron Gordon? Only because Derrick Jones Jr. is a little bit younger. Yeah, a little more and, bounce in his step. And I think he's got a little bit more bounce he in his got step. He injury either. And, and, 
or Aaron Gordon had that injury. Correct. Even though that was before he won. Correct. The but I, contest. But I also think that he's I, got good ideas. Though, I think so. that Derek Jones Jr. looks better dunking. It's better visually yeah, to no, see no. necessarily than someone like an Aaron Gordon who's what six ten. Yeah, that's you know Dwight Howard who's they got, six they nine do a six more ten. Crazy stuff. To well, you got to remember in the year that Dwight Howard was in it and he lost. Who did he lose to? He lost to Nate Robinson who's right. five nine. Right. The sheer fact that Nate Robinson can dunk automatically catapulted him. Yeah, it makes it amazing just to see it. Just to see it. Just to see somebody who's average height. Right. I'm five nine myself. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't even get close. And to see someone who literally is up there. I mean, and not just getting up there. You know, like like when Spud Webb participated back in you know the '80s. You know, he won it in 1986. He was five seven, right? And was and basically was just doing normal dunks in a sense. But surely because he was five seven, immediately it's like holy shit, this dude's yeah. got ups like. He's got bounce. So I always think that the taller guys have a little bit of a of a disadvantage simply because they don't have to jump as high. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't look as pretty because the, the air time just isn't there quite as quite as I think much. It, I think it depends, though. Because, uh, like, LeBron James is a bigger dude, but his dunks LeBron James has, look crazy. He has re- power remarkable. in his dunks. <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah. LeBron James also but isn't necessarily a big man. High. He can jump. Oh, yeah. Way yeah. High, so Absolutely. It's, it's crazy to see. Absolutely. You so, see him do that, like, Kobe dunk? Just real quick. I don't know if you saw that. I did see it. Yeah, where he did that. Yeah. Mimic that Kobe dunk. Yeah. That, that was dope. The, the rock the cradle, brace, yeah. basically. And then uh, um, I also saw a clip where they recreated it in 2K20. Oh, where somebody did it in 2K20, and it's like it's pretty damn close to identical. You almost for a second couldn't tell the difference um, between the two. But, yeah, yeah, that was cool. But, yeah, uh, so that – I don't know. You going to watch the dunk contest? I don't know. Probably not. Who would you pick to win, Derek Jones Jr. out of that, though? I think Derek Jones Jr. is, is the favorite mm-hmm. simply because of those points I made. But I think based – Excuse me. I think based on his experience, I would go with Eric Gordon. Yeah, but he's been in it before, though. Yeah. Jones Jr. No, I know. So that may help him out. Too. But Maybe but he hasn't. But has he won? No, he hasn't. You know what I mean? No. And that to me. But then again, Aaron Gordon has never won either, has he? He has not. I thought Eric Gordon had won. Zach, no, no Zach, Zach Levine, Levine beat won him it twice. That's yeah. right. Zach Levine beat him. But there's a little years. controversy because they're saying that he should have won that year, and Shaq gave him like a nine or something. Like, I don't know. But you know, well, anytime you leave it judging, up to the judges, exactly. You know, ask Dominic thing. Reyes about that one. You leave it up to the judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just looking over the the previous winners, and uh, you know, Dwight Howard was in it those three straight years, but lost twice to Nate Honestly, Robinson. Yeah, I don't even know who the guy is that won it last year. Hamadou Diallo, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't, I don't know, know who that, who is, that is either. Is I don't even know if he's even on an NBA roster. Yes, yeah, Zach Levine won it twice. But, I mean, you have Blake Griffin. That's a big dude that won it. Yeah, he jumped over a car, bro. How that could was you not insane. hand him that trophy? That was insane. And he, and he took the ball from a lady who was sticking her hand out the sunroof that was and insane, then dunked bro. over a Kia. So, I mean, not only – I mean, you have to – you know, you do dunks over a car. But that's my point. Now somebody's dunked over a car. So what's next? Mm-hmm. 
dunking over a semi. Somebody gonna dunk over a truck? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta figure out like how we can up this ante. You know, and that's why for me, it's it's somebody's got to dunk on a 12 foot rim. Well, Dwight Howard did it on an 11 foot an 11, rim, right? Yeah, I think that was 11 or 11 and a half. Yeah, maybe. if somebody if if somebody does, I think Derrick Jones foot? Jr. could dunk on a 12 foot rim. I don't know, bro. Twelve feet. That's high. That's high. But that dude's got that but dude's they got said ups. Vince Carter could touch the top of the backboard back in high school. I believe it. So if that's possible, and that's what is that twelve feet? Yeah. Backboard's about yeah, two that'd feet tall. Be about twelve feet. I think it's honestly, Vince ball? Carter. Vince Carter might be one that'd of the be best crazy. dunkers in NBA history. Exactly. And you're talking about a Michael but Jordan fan right day, here. That's when you had the best dunkers, like all through, you know. Well, you got to remember in the, in the late. Okay, so here's the list of dunk contest winners. I'm not taking anything away from the new winners. No, of course I mean, not. But, but I mean, Larry Nance was a great dunker. Dominique Wilkins was, was a great dunker. Michael Jordan won it two years in a row. Dominique Wilkins won it. And they were facing off against uh, each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's um, great. Kobe Bryant won it in 97. And then they stopped doing the dunk contest for three years and brought it back in 2000. Vince Carter wins it in 2000. Mm-hmm. And then 02 and 03, Jason Richardson won it back-to-back. He was a great dunker. He was. Nate Robinson won it in 06 and then came back and won it in 2009 and 2010. And I think if Nate Robinson were to join the dunk contest right now and make dunks, I think he would win it again. Yeah, just because of the simple fact of how tall he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dwight Howard won it in 08. Crazy. Um, Blake Griffin jumped the car and won it in 2011. So, I mean, I feel like the, the, the competition at the beginning was really about who are the best dunkers in the league, um, as well as the best players, though. I mean, Dominic Wilkins and Michael Jordan going at it mm-hmm. in the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, yeah. those are truly two of the best players in the league at that time who were known for that style of play. Nowadays, we don't have everybody who's a household name and known for that style of play joining the dunk contest. It's something that LeBron James has always been knocked for never doing. Yeah. And and what's funny is a lot of people thought this might actually be the year that he was going to do it. Should have did it. I think he should have. I still think he should. He should do it before it's too he late, retires. obviously. Why you do it before you retire? I don't know. At least once. But is he afraid to lose it? I don't know. I don't think I don't know. I think he would win. So who do you think is going to win? Aaron Gordon. Okay, so you're betting. So, so see, for me, it's like I think, I think the the I think this is your the cool pick is Derek Jones, but I think Aaron Gordon is probably the guy that can do it, um, simply because he's he's pretty he consistent had, at his ability to make dunks. Right, and his dunks were real original. Those yeah. years he went up against Zach Levine because yeah. they were both the finalists. Oh yeah, because that was the year that Zach Levine had to go behind the back under both legs. Oh no, Aaron Gordon's the one that did that, where yeah. he went under both legs, right yeah, hand to over left the hand. Yes, and yeah, over the mascot. Over the yeah. Mascot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll and be. An- Zach Levine went from the free throw line in that same Correct. dunk contest. Correct. Okay. So I don't know. It'll Maybe Zach Levine should have joined it instead of the three point contest. No, nah, because he already won it twice. Don't matter. Does trifecta, he's trifecta? Do something else. He's trying to get the he ain't gonna get it though. Full. He ain't gonna get trophies. it. Dame gonna, championship too. Dame gonna wave bye bye to him too. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, and then Sunday we got the All Star game, which looks like it'll be on TNT at four o'clock West, well Mountain Standard Time. 
6 o'clock Eastern. Um, but that's even a little bit different this year. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. I got to give the NBA props, man. Um, they're trying to continue to keep their league fluid in a way that allows them to continue to be marketable, to allow them to not have people get tired out, um, to keep things going with the times, to enable the players. They're doing a lot of things that are really that kind of really keeps that league going and, and really shows why that league is so popular and, and doing so well. So props to the NBA for that first and foremost. Um, but what is different? I want you to talk about what's different this year. Cause you're more of a basketball uh, guy than me, quite honestly. I, isn't it, isn't it a tribute to Kobe with the rule change of them doing, uh, well, let's start with real well, quick. The two teams, right? One team, the, the, the whole team is wearing number two. For Gianna, is that what it is? And then the other team, everyone's wearing twenty four for Kobe, or is it just the captains? The way I read the article made it sound like it was both teams wearing the same numbers across the board. Now I don't think that that will be the case with the merchandise. I think if they, I think if they merchandise the NBA's All Star jerseys, which they do every year, I think that those will be the actual player numbers. But I want to say I read an article that said one team will all wear one number and one team will all wear another number. Um, and you can try to find that to see if I'm yeah, correct looks or like not. You're correct is that what it that. is? Yeah, okay. so it's the whole teams will be wearing 24. Team Giannis is wearing 24. 24. Team LeBron is wearing two. Correct. And LeBron said he chose to go with Gianna's numbers to honor his daughter, I guess, in a way. Which is cool. And then I guess they have jersey patches that have nine stars on them. For all of the nine victims. For all of the nine victims. Okay. And right. I'm cool with that. So, I'm cool with that. That's a nice touch. Yeah, that is dope. Because I think that the nine stars has to be important to remind yeah. everyone that two people didn't them. die. Yeah, nine people died. Um, and to some, those other seven people who passed away were way more impactful to some people than than Kobe oh, and yeah. his daughter. Oh, yeah. You know, we have to all we have to know that we have to recognize that. So that that's cool. So then the other difference is what again with the quarters? Yeah. So basically, so you have they a just, winner now. Yeah, winner of each quarter. Okay. So basically, play up, and then whoever is up at that quarter basically wins that quarter, and then they get um. It's like donation. money, right? Yeah, donation to whatever charity the captains. Choose. choose okay so that sort of gives them more trying to amp up the competition because then they're actually playing for something in a right sense. Each, each quarter, quarter. yeah you're Which not I down think... in the second quarter by you know 30 and then you come out and you know your team's sort of already like whatever about right the so game stop at that playing point. right exactly so, so now my question real quick before we talk about the other rule changes do you think that that's going to almost make it seem like we have three different games yeah, do you think that's going to affect sorta. how the coaches do their lineups, lineups, though, is what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to have yeah. a first quarter lineup, a second quarter lineup, and a third, third quarter, quarter lineup, and then the fourth quarter is whoever played the best from the first three quarters? Or, like, how would that play out? Cause, Possibly. Or maybe they may. Because you're not obviously going to play the though. bench dudes. No, not full You know, you're not just no. going to play the reserves in the fourth quarter when something is actually on the line very right. much so this year. But. I don't know. They may just play it like a regular game. Maybe they play it more strategically. But I mean, you are you're talking about all stars across the board. So Who are the coaches? 
I'm not too sure. Does it even matter? Does it? I mean, team uh, Giannis and team LeBron. Those are your coaches. Well, team Giannis probably has a coach, but you know. Uh, I'm not too sure who the coaches are in this. Um, Okay, here we go. We got Frank Vogel. Okay. For team LeBron. Go figure. And we got uh, Nick Nurse from the Raptors for team Giannis. Well so. deserved for Nick Nurse. Yeah, absolutely, because that's a, that dude has. I mean, he's that's a hell of a coach. He's man. taken his opportunity to coach in the NBA and has absolutely run with it. Absolutely, because where did he come from? He came from Euroball, didn't he? I'm not too sure. Is that where he came from? I think that's I where Nick Nurse came from. Because last year he was a rookie head coach, and I want to say Masai Ujiri, who's the general manager of the Raptors, I want to say he hired him from. I don't think he came from the college ranks. I think he came from either EuroLeague or another. He coached the Iowa Wolves. Oh, it's a semi-pro team, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks like a G League team. Oh, that's right. He won the G League title. Okay. I think is what it was. And then got his shot. Yeah, he coached from, him for four years. That's what it is. Looks like. Yep, that's what it was. And then he got his shot with Toronto just last year. So maybe he did a... Yeah, that's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's really cool. Way to way of Masai Ujiri to really uh, think outside the he box. Was ass- oh, so he was an assistant on Toronto from 2013 all the way to 2018. Okay, and so he was under the uh, head coach spot. Their old head coach. Uh, I can't think of his name. I know. I could see um, his face. God, Tyrone. Was it Tyrone? Call on Tyrone. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, that's good shit that Masai Ujiri took a chance on him. And then, of course, you know, his first year in the league, uh, you know, as yeah. the head coach, he wins an NBA wins title. An NBA title. Which, unfortunately, I'd like to say that that doesn't happen very often, but it seems like it happens way more in the NBA than it's happened anywhere else. Because Steve Kerr won the NBA title his first year with Golden State. Yeah. I think... uh, I don't know many coaches that have done that. Didn't Phil Jackson do it his first year with the Bulls? I think it's happened a couple other times. I don't know about that one. Um. But that's cool. I like Nick Nurse, so that's a good pick. I don't, I don't agree with Frank Vogel as the head, as the coach of the Western Conference. You don't agree with LeBron's decision? No. <laughs> yeah, because you know that's what it would be. Um, Everybody I mean, knows what it is. any head coach that that has to coach LeBron James has to realize that they have no power. Maybe they didn't want. Maybe nobody else wanted to coach. Probably not, because who, what, who, who, who I mean, and what are you really coaching in the All Star? That's game? what I was gonna say. Yeah, like. You don't, you know, and then the thing about it now is the way that they've got the new format. It's not just straight east west anymore. But maybe this whole new format, maybe it will be more coaching in the games because you know it'll be not on Team LeBron. Strategic. It'll be LeBron's coaching. Probably. I bet you at least twice they're gonna catch him on camera with that damn (laughs) clipboard in his hand drawing up plays. We need to do this. Yeah, telling everybody what to do. Yeah, Um, we'll see. We'll see. But Let's go over the roster real quick. What you got on the roster? Uh, team LeBron. You got LeBron. Starters is LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, and Harden. Reserves. All right, let's talk about that real quick. So Davis, Harden, Leonard, Doncic, Doncic and, and LeBron. Harden. Okay. That's a nice startup. That's a nice little starting five right there. 
But then yeah. on the reserves, you got Lillard, uh, Ben Simmons, uh, Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, Westbrook, and Sabonis. That's a nice little squad right That there. is a nice little squad, but I will just say one thing. I They got a lot of scores. I don't think... I don't think Chris Paul deserved an all-star nod over Devin Booker this year. I don't know, man, because Chris Paul's playing really well for OKC. That shouldn't... I get that, but what is Devin Booker doing for Phoenix? Not I mean, playing really well because they you wanna, suck. It, I don't think the team matters if we're talking <laughs> about all-stars. I don't know. It, it kind of matters, don't it? I think yes and no. I think when I you're think talking about does. all-stars, you're talking about individual accolades. But, but Devin Booker can only the, do so much. I mean, but you can't. I understand what you're saying, but you still got to kind of. If you're that good is what I'm saying, then your team's not going to be that bad is my point. I just want to real quick. I just want to That's pull up his stats point. and compare them real quick. Just Ooh, for just Paul to. Yeah, to Devin Booker. I don't want to eat. I, don't, I want. I want just this year though. Twenty nineteen is that what it would be considered? Mm, no, 20, I want twenty twenty. I want twenty twenty. I just want to see, because I'm just for the sake of argument. Because Chris, he's only been in the league for four years. He's never gotten an All Star nod. So. Devin Booker is averaging 26.4 points a game. He's averaging 4.2 rebounds a game. He's averaging 6.3 assists per game. And his player efficiency rating is a 20.69. Chris Paul is averaging 17 points a game, 5 rebounds, and 6.3 assists. So he's averaging 0.8 more rebounds, 0.3 more assists, and just shy of seven points a game less than Devin Booker. And his PRE is better. Uh, what's uh, what's Paul's PER? I see a twenty-one point six four. Okay, sure. okay. On now, a better, now, on a better team, I get it on a better team. But is it a better team, team because of expectation? Kind of because beating. nobody expected OKC to do shit after losing Russell Westbrook. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm Absolutely. Just saying. I'm just saying. And it wasn't Westbrook. It was a uh, George. Westbrook's gone too, though. No, but I'm saying no. Yeah, I get that point. But I mean, in the trade, that's what I'm saying. The that's trade the, was for George. So, like, I get that. Nobody was expecting Chris Paul to go there, and you know, them become a number two seed. There were a lot of people that didn't expect Chris Paul to suit up for OKC game one. They expected no. them to just basically deal him. Man's still a competitor though. Now. I, Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? That's my like the thing about it that that's the that the thing the for Devin Booker where Devin he's going to lose out like is Devin because Booker, he's in the Western Conference and there's just way too many good players in the Western Conference right now. Because I would put Devin Booker in over Ben Simmons if he was in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but I would have to pull up Ben Simmons' stats. But sixteen point seven points per game, eight point two assists, and seven point eight rebounds. What's his PRE? Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that part. But um, my but question is, is who seems to have a bigger impact for his team? 
I would have to say it's Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah. The Suns go as Devin Booker goes, and even when Booker puts up 30 points, they still, they still might lose, lose. Yeah, because he has no supporting cast around Same him. Same with the Sixers, though. Exactly. So, no, I get you on that point. Um, yeah, I would agree with you on that. On Well, yeah. But... I just think he got. I think he got snubbed. It's it's kind of hard to say who shouldn't have gone instead of him. That that's really tough to say. But I mean, when you're talking about Chris Paul, who's been there ten times, he was the All Star MVP in 2013, and he's a four time NBA all you know all NBA first team player. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those where it's like. Why not give Devin Booker the nod over someone who's been there 10 times? You know what I mean? I get the argument of the impact that he's had on his team. Mm. Um, but sometimes that can be coaching, which Monty Williams is a rookie coach yeah, I mean, with a, a lot of young him. players. But uh, <clears throat> I think it's just one of those things where it's like... You can't you, put him in over you Jokic. Can lift your team up, you know what I mean, then... I think he would have got the nod. Well, like, the if thing the is, team, too, is like the, the Blazers Suns, are not good. If the Suns were in like a six position right now, six seed yeah, position, I think, I he would be in. I agree. Absolutely, he would be in. I think if the Suns were still as dangerous as they were the first month of exactly, the year, exactly. I think Devin Booker would have be been a shoe-in yeah, for an all And he might have got in league. over Russell Westbrook. So Because I don't think Westbrook's had that great of a year this year in comparison to what he's capable of doing. No, I mean, you got to share. There's only one basketball. Well, yeah, and when you got Uh, the, what what did Charles call him, the dribbler? (laughs) (laughs) He said, what, you don't want the dribbler? You don't want the dribbler? (laughs) Oh, I got to see that shit firsthand last Friday, too, and boy, is he a dribbler. That shit was funny. But 35.8 points per game, seven assists, and six and a half rebounds. That's James Harden's stat line for the year. That's nothing to shake a stick at. Not not at all. I mean, Um, what, is he leading the league in scoring? Possibly. He's got to be. Yeah, 35. I don't think anybody would be leading the league and not on the all-star roster. And uh, the next person closest to him is uh, Giannis at 30. I was going to say it could be Giannis up there, but, yeah, 35. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 35.8 a game. MVP again? Maybe. We'll see. Um, If if they don't get. They got to make a deep run, man. Yeah, if they, I was that just about to say the same thing. If they don't make it deep in the playoffs, they're not going to get it. And quite honestly, I would not be surprised if LeBron James gets it this year. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> He's a me four-time neither. MVP. I think this year he gets the fifth. And he and he's done it. Well, just at the age that he's doing this stuff, at is yeah. What is he in ridiculous. year eighteen, seventeen, eighteen? I believe. Because he's a 16-time All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, and a four-time M- season regular season MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, okay, all right, all right, let's talk about the other roster, and then we'll get into some other things. Mm-hmm. So who's on Giannis's team? Uh, Giannis, of course, Joel. This is the starters, Joel, Embiid, uh, mm-hmm. Siakam, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. That's your starting five. If if that starting five had to go up against any other, other five, five, any other starting five besides LeBron's starting five, I would clearly give the edge to Giannis's starting five. But I don't know. I mean, if you literally want to match it up, match up to match up, I mean, you're going to have to have Luka Doncic. I mean, you got two point guards, first of all, on yeah. Giannis's starting five. Right. They're a defensive liability. 
right off the bat. Because yeah, you'd have to put him on James Harden and Kawhi Leonard or Doncic. Between yeah, but two. Doncic is what six seven. That's what I'm saying. Six eight. So you got to put him on Kawhi Leonard and Harden, and they're not gonna be able. To no, they're a liability them. against both of them. So, but then on the other side of the ball, you're gonna probably put Anthony Davis on Giannis, right? Mm, or Joel Embiid. No, Joel Embiid's the same on the same side. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you're saying who you'd put Anthony Davis against? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe LeBron on Giannis. That's what I was thinking. LeBron on Giannis. But then who's gonna? I mean, or or you put Siakam on LeBron, and you put Giannis on Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi's got to have somebody long on him. But you could definitely put Joel on Anthony Davis. I think you could. You could do that. Mm-hmm. That's a good matchup. I do too. And I, I think, think he's way more powerful between Siakam and you know. Who you want to put him on, and then Giannis on the other guy? I think you'd be. Yeah, I think both but teams Walker have defensive and Trey mismatches. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what Kemba Walker and Trey Good Young are going to do. Gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know. Those are that's that's too that's that's. Some, I think Trey Young's going to get exposed. That's on what I'm defense, saying because that's a lot, horribly lot to handle. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if Luka Doncic has a triple double in this game. I think he's going to be trying to get the MVP. I think Luka Doncic is going to get MVP, too. I think he's going to try to get both MVPs. That's what I'm saying? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why why not? Fuck it. Where I think that Giannis is going to be able to gain some ground, though, is the moment Jimmy Butler checks in. Yeah, absolutely. The moment Jimmy Butler checks in, the moment Brandon Ingram checks in. Is Butler on there? Yeah. He's on yours? He's not on mine. He's on the reserves. That's weird. They don't have him on mine. Who do you have as your reserves? I have uh, Chris Middleton, uh, Rudy Gobert, Kyle yeah. Lowry, Brandon yeah. Ingram, Donovan Mitchell, yeah. and Adebayo. Yeah, I'm looking on NBA.com, and, and I got Butler's Jimmy Butler on there, too. On there too. Oh, okay. Maybe mine's just clipping out. I don't know. Because that gives you, what, six? Eight, seven? Seven, yeah, but Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So seven, and you're only showing six. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they just must have ran out of space. Okay, so yeah, so because I think that that's where the matchups get really interesting, because Giannis has some long players. Yeah, and Butler. Bam Adebayo six nine long. Yeah. Brandon Ingram is super long. Yeah. Rudy Gobert super seven long. Footer, yeah. Chris Middleton is long. Right. You know what I mean? That Jimmy Butler is just a lockdown defender. And you got Kyle Lowry. He can play some D. Lowry might guard. be one of the best defensive point guards. Point guard. uh, him and Patrick Beverly. Yeah. So um, that'd be good. I agree. I think that's going to be interesting. I The more I look at the rosters, the more I might have an interest in watching the game. Yeah, it could um, be a good game, especially if it's more competitive based on the rules. I think it might oh, be. And then to come back to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep so going. So basically after the third quarter whatever the score is whatever team is up they for the fourth quarter um they basically play 24 points more than whatever team is leading okay so so an example would be if we got a score of 100 to 90 Mm -hmm. the first team to score 124 wins the game wins the game correct i think i was reading about this and what i kind of like about it is um, it's an untimed quarter, mm-hmm. so however long it takes for either team to get to that final score once it's determined, it seems pretty cool. Right. And then the game will always end on a game-winning shot. Yeah, absolutely. 
which will definitely drive up the intensity and, and the, comp- the, right. the competitive level in and a sense. And keep people watching to the end. And keep people watching exactly. to the end because I think that's what really hurt the NBA. Is once it's a is, blowout at third quarter, nobody, I agree. nobody wants to watch. I everybody agree. Everybody changes the channel. Yeah, and this is, this is part of the reason why I give the NBA mad props yeah, is because they have to change it up. They realize that their Western and Eastern Conference splits – are not even. There is way more talent in one conference than the other. Not that I'm knocking the guys in the Eastern Conference who did make the All-Star game. I think that many of them, if not all of them, obviously are deserved. However, the talent pool is so much deeper in the Western Conference as far as just perennial All-Stars, Hall of Fame players. Mm -hmm. I mean, take a quick look at that roster one more time. And we're talking about... um, you know, James Harden, Hall of Famer. Yeah, already. Hall of Famer. Kawhi Leonard is a Hall of Famer. LeBron James is a Hall of Famer. I mean, Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, I might say Damian Lillard would might have a strong uh, case, but I don't think he's in yet. I would put Westbrook and over Russell Lillard Westbrook. Right now. Yeah, is would be a Hall of Famer. So that's five Hall of Famers on that squad. Giannis, not yet. He's too young. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, no. No, not, yet. not yet. And like I said, not, because not all of these guys are so yet. young. No, right. Embiid, not yet. Siakam, no. Walker, no. Yeah, Trey Young, not yet. He's not only, yet. what, second year player, right? Bam, not yet. Brandon Ingram, this is the first year he's actually broken out. Uh, Jimmy Butler, not yet. Rudy Gobert will absolutely be a Hall of Fame center. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, shit, you might even be able to say Nikola, Nikola Jokic on the other side, on LeBron's team, might be a Hall yeah. of Famer one day. Yeah, that dude does not get the exposure he deserves nah, and, and, and the credit he deserves yeah. for his ability to play the ball, or to play basketball like he does at his yeah. size. That's why IQ is crazy. It's super high. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell, still too young. Kyle Lowry, I'm going to go with probably not. Um, and Chris Middleton, probably not. Um, Middleton kind of hit his his stride late in his career um not to knock him but i just don't think he's there yet so just this year i mean you just want to look at potential hall of famers to non-potential hall of famers i mean every hall of famer that we named on lebron's team is from the western conference mm. yeah every hall of famer in the game right now guaranteed hall of famer is is in the LeBron's western conference team. yeah it's on lebron's team right now yeah, tatum maybe one day but yeah. he you know he's he's not there yet you know yeah. all of his young players are, are not there yet Sabonis, uh, I think he got in because he plays in the Eastern Conference. He's probably one of the players that gets snubbed or not in if Devin Booker's in the Eastern Conference. I think that would be the easy pick right there to say, oh, yeah, he's not in if Devin Booker's uh, in the Eastern Conference. Um, Which I guess kind of brings me to my next question is, do you think that this should be a Western and Eastern Conference All-Stars not if, if we're talking about teams that consist keep, of mixed yeah, rosters. Not if they're going to keep doing the mixed rosters team thing. At this point, then just blow it up and just whoever is the best in the league is going to be an all-star. I agree. No matter if you have nothing but West players, you know yeah. what I mean, or nothing but Eastern players. You yeah. Know? If that's what it is, that's what it is. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they should look into doing that just to keep it fresh, but maybe that's something they're just holding in their back pocket. Could you know be I mean? for, so, for another change. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't want to throw too many changes at the door at once. Yeah. Always flood people with stuff. New Orleans is Western Conference, right? Yeah, yes. anything west of the Mississippi, of the Mississippi River. is a Western Conference Correct. team. Okay, Eastern Conference like is all east basketball. of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Make it real easy that way. Yeah. I think, um, I think something else was – maybe I'm wrong. 
But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I'm gonna watch them. Who you think is gonna win? Um, I kind of, I kind of want to shoot for the underdogs, because honestly, I, I could see a situation where Giannis just takes this game over, especially if they put together like. If they were to, like, I don't, I don't agree with Giannis's starters. Me That's my beef. I think Giannis has a strong bench, but I don't agree with his I starters. Think that they can, yeah. I but think that if that they mix really up the starters with some of their bench players, like if you pull off Kemba Walker and put Brandon Ingram on the floor, or if you pull off Trey Young and put Jimmy Butler on the floor, mm-hmm. you've completely changed the matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see Jokic going against Embiid. Yeah, that. I good. think that would be awesome. Um, if I was Giannis, I also would consider putting himself, Embiid, um, Ingram, Gobert, and Jimmy Butler all on the floor at the same like time. Super big, super big. <laughs> super big. And the biggest reason why is because LeBron's team could match up with it. Anthony Davis. Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Ben Simmons. Yeah. That could be a am- cuz now we're talking about Davis and Embiid, Jokic and Gobert, like we're yeah, just be- massive human beings out there but but none of them play old school basketball. No, Embiid like, might be the closest to it, but they all are big finesse there, men. You know, All Star game, he's going to be extra shooting threes. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to beat. Five dollars says Ben Simmons Bro. still don't shoot a three in the All Star game. Probably won't. And if I'm defending him, I'm he's if he takes the ball at the top of the three, I'm stepping back like four feet and just looking at him like, come on, bro, shoot the damn three, bro, come on. Like, just show people you can make it because 16 points a game, 8.2 assists, and 7 rebounds. You add a 3 to that, you're easily at 25. Bro, you're easy at 25 a game. Easy at 25. You know, if you can just make a couple threes a game, you're gonna that's going to put you that's over 20 put you points at a game. Most franchise players. Like, like, over Embiid, in a sense. If, if you, you can, didn't know their stats, who would you immediately tell me was the better player, Ben Simmons or Domitas Sabonis? Just based on the way they play, I'd just based say, on what you know I'd about, I'd probably them. say Sabonis. You'd still put him over Simmons. Mm-hmm. So then maybe Simmons does Simmons have have a reason to be in the All Star game then this year? Yeah, I, I mean his, his stats aren't bad, but I know Sabonis is just killing it. <laughs> well, Sabonis is averaging two point two more points a game. He's averaging four less assists, but he's averaging double digit rebounds. Rebounds, right? I mean, he's averaging a double double. Ben right. Simmons is not even averaging a double double. No. And you could argue, well, he's got Joel Embiid, but, you know, that's besides the point. Yeah, but Embiid is still averaging 23 and 12. No, but that's what I'm saying. So with him on the team, you can't really expect Ben Simmons out there to get, you know, 15 rebounds. You can't? I mean, Anthony Davis is averaging 26 and 9 with LeBron, who's averaging 25 and 10. That's LeBron's points and assists. Anthony Davis's points and rebounds. Good point right there. So so if so so why Effort. can't Ben Simmons give me 17 18 points a game and and, and 10 assists a game and let Embiid take care of the points and the rebounds? Yeah. Cuz Ben Simmons is supposed to be their point guard anyway, right? Supposed to be. LeBron is pretty much the point guard of the Lakers and he's averaging 25 points and 10 assists. Now, I'm not saying Ben Simmons is LeBron, but there's a lot of people Absolutely that tried not. to put them on the same page when Simmons was coming out of LSU. No. As this six ten point guard, um, let's see who we got for. I mean, Donovan Mitchell should Mitchell have gotten in over Devin Booker? What are the 
stats. 24 and a half points per game, 4.2 assists, and 4.3 rebounds. But what seed are they right now? They're a, but they're a much better team. They are a much better. I mean, team. they are. A, they have. They have <laughs> Nicolo. They, they they have Rudy Gobert, who's averaging fifteen points that's and fourteen point, rebounds though, a game, and is a two-time Defensive Player point, of the though. Year. I don't. Has there ever ever been an All Star that was on the worst team in the league? Yeah, it's Steph Curry. I'm just kidding. Yes, Steve. <laughs> He's not an All Star this not. year. Clearly. He's not this year, but he he played what two and games. And if he played more than two games, they wouldn't be the worst team in the league. That's my point. Nah, that's, that's true. That's, that's my true. Point about the Devin Booker argument. That's, that's true. Point. I can see that. You know I still I mean? feel like he got snubbed. I'm not saying man put up 71 or 72. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but that was that was two years no, ago. No, but I'm saying, count, but I mean. obviously he is a superstar in the NBA sense. But if you can't uplift your team, I think what hurts him is a couple of things. He plays for a small market team. You. Phoenix is not the, the since Nash and, and Amari and Marion left, they really but lost the that. market in the NBA. But, so they're not they're not prime watch in the NBA anymore. So they don't get the attention that other teams do. And then what you do is then you couple that with the fact that they're not playing very see, well the, and people lose interest. And so therefore, what Devin Booker's effect on that team, it's it's kind of lost in in some of that. Whereas Donovan Mitchell gets more attention because they get more national games. They're yeah, a better team, so they're getting team. more attention. If the yeah, Suns yeah, were, that. That's the NBA, though. If you're a better team, you you got national TV. For the most Golden part, Golden yeah. State was a great team. They was on TV every night. Now they're the worst team in the league. They really aren't on TV that much. No, you don't see them as much. So that's the NBA, you know what I mean? When you're talking yeah. about small market teams, yeah, Milwaukee they, is perfect example. They were really never on TV that much. No, until until two years ago with Giannis yeah, really yeah. breaking out. Yeah, you know, them going deep in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So yeah, and Phoenix is an easy turnaround. Like once they once they were good at the beginning of this year. Yeah, people wanted to watch them. Exactly. People wanted to watch them, and once I think Devin bad. Booker for sure would have been an all star if they would have been able to keep that going. Right. Injuries really did hurt them, though. Oh yeah, um, injuries really did hurt them because Ricky Rubio was playing really well for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, so who's who's your pick? I was I I think I would go with Giannis's team. Um, then I'm gonna go with LeBron then. Because I think Le, okay, so, so LeBron, you got LeBron. LeBron. I think their team is top heavy, but I think that Giannis has uh, the overall better team and potential for better matchups, depending on how those players show up. Um, so yeah, that that'll be that. Um, I'm interested in that, so I I probably will actually watch that. Yeah, so I'm definitely interested in that. Um, we'll see how that plays out. That's, I mean, that's really all I got to talk about. Um, unless you want to talk about the boys real quick. Now a little bit of news came about out. That. I saw it's that there's teaser supp- news. Oh. It is just teaser news. I'm worried about that. They said it's supposed to drop this summer, but that's really about it. I guess the first news. episode is supposed to be really good. Um, oh, I did see one thing though. There were a lot of people wondering if they were going to make it longer because, like, you know, Netflix was like 12, 13 episodes, oh, like the episode length. Um, How many episodes I, was it before? Like eight. 10? Oh, okay. It was, and they're leaving it at eight. That's fine. So basically, you got eight episodes basically to wrap up season two. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to. Um, if it's going to get them a season three, I think it's a good show. 
Probably um, just depends on ratings. When but it yeah, comes out. yeah, I think I think it'll I think it'll get a third season. I think Netflix has enough support, or not Netflix, Amazon's put enough support behind it um, that I think I think it'll work out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. So I just recommend people um, check out the All Star Game this weekend if they want. I might check out Sonic the Hedgehog this weekend. Maybe take the little man to go check that out. Okay. So if I do. That'll give us something to talk about next oh, week. I'm definitely going to watch that Ford versus Ferrari this weekend because that hit Redbox. Oh, word. Okay. Then we could talk about that because I, I saw the documentary, so I kind of want to know. I kind of want to talk to you if you do watch it to compare like how that movie talks about it compared to how uh, yeah. the documentary kind of talked about it. So that's something we could address next week. Um, try to watch some XFL this weekend. Yeah, it works. I didn't catch I'm, I'm, weekend, I, so. I watched one I game on Saturday. And I found it interesting enough that I think it might be worth following. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's something we could talk about, um, and then Hopefully go from it there. Lasts. No, like I think that so. Allegiance, American. I think there's more money behind it with Vince McMahon, yeah. so Plus I think that's what it is. This is the second go around, so. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, any new music you've been checking out? Oh, that new Wayne. You like it? I've only listened to half of it so far. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's not my favorite. I saw it debuted at number one, but I think it's only because it's, it's Lil Wayne, Wayne and there's yeah, really no other music debuting right now. Um, yeah, it's Wayne. Yeah, come on now. I've I've you tried to that's listen to some of it. Rocket to one, so, but uh, I think M's album is better. Some, some songs on it are uh, good though so far. Yeah. I haven't listened to the whole thing though. So okay, all right. Give that more time. I've been bumping some super alternative shit lately. I found this girl named Maggie Rogers. What type of genre is that? You it's say? literally alternative. Oh, okay. So it's like sometimes it's got like a pop element to it. Sometimes it's got like a folk element to it. It's very just different. It's very different. I, I mean, I recommended it to one of our sisters. Um, she better have listened to it by now. <laughs> um, it's it's different. It's uh, it's interesting though. It's just kind of like a call. It's got a calming effect. You should have your girl listen to the album. And because um, I know she likes kind of more calming type, you know, this one's not like jazz. So don't no, don't don't you. sell it as that. But, um, yeah, it's good. It's kind of got a little bit of Nora Jones kind of feel to it. Um, a little bit of the Florence and the Machine kind of feel to it. Um, she's got a very unique voice, um, that type of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been listening to that. It's an older album. It actually came out last year. Okay. But I was scrolling YouTube and falling down the rabbit hole that YouTube can be. Um, found this masterclass video where Pharrell went to New York University and sat down with like kids in this music program. She played one of her songs for him, and he absolutely loved it. And then basically that video went viral and therefore turned into a bidding war for record labels to basically sign her. Mm. Um, and then it took her on like a whole world tour and whatever before she even brought out her first album. Mm-hmm. So the album that I've been listening to um, is her debut album, and it is called uh, Heard It in a Past Life. So uh, it's very different, but it's it's very interesting, kind of calming, uh, mood-setting type music. So if anybody's got some time, check that out. That's all I got this week. Um, we'll be back next week with another fun episode. Try to find some cool things to talk to you guys about. Hopefully PlayStation gives us an update on the PS5 because I would love to talk about that. Um, but so far it's all crickets from them right now on that situation. Um, and maybe some red dead, if you got any updates on that, we'll talk about some red dead. 
Um, but we got a lot of a lot of games to look forward to. Just no new information to really discuss at this time. So if something comes out, we'll have something for you guys next week. If uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? No, that's pretty much it, man. Just so some to XFL, this some Watch XFL, some mm-hmm. NBA All Star, and then have fun on Valentine's Day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, all right, y'all. We signing off. This is Frank. This is Devin. Peace. Later.